The Toxic Spread of Oppression-Obsessed Ideologies in Education During the decades-long slumber of conservatives, the woke have been continually hatching plans to abolish America piece by piece, replacing it with woke America. Leftist control of culture is now virtually absolute, especially over education. Leftists control university departments of education, where they turn impressionable students into revolutionary disciples who sashay into government schools armed with notebooks full of lesson plans and brains full of leftist dogma on race, sexuality, equity, oppression, and American history. From their ivory tower perches, education professors launch not only missionaries, but also professional journals, activist organizations, and blogs. Just as liberalism birthed progressivism, progressivism has now birthed anarchy in the form of the new abolition movement. One of the chief proponents of the abolition movement is Bettina Love, associate professor in the Department of Educational Theory and Practice at the University of Georgia. Love is a black lesbian who co-founded the Abolitionist Teaching Network in 2020. In describing abolitionist education, Love makes clear its roots in critical race theory. Quote, Abolitionist education comes from a critical race lens and applies methods like protest, boycotting, and calling out other teachers who are racist, homophobic, or Islamophobic. End quote. When asked in an interview if she wants to abolish schools, Love declares adamantly, yes, and defends her goal by alleging schools are irremediably infected by white privilege. And I quote her, The way y'all set this up is not fair. The way you set this up, some people get to play, some people don't get to play. Not only do we not get to play, there are now structures, institutions, and conditions that make sure that I can't play and my children's children can't play. So what we're asking for is to start over. What makes abolition so radical is that now we're saying, oh yeah, and we want to take away your toys too. We want a playing field that says the things that you have, the privileges that you have, you no longer have those privileges because you didn't earn them. And since you didn't earn them, you need to give them up, end quote. And love will not tolerate anything less than an immediate and wholesale adoption of her QAnon-esque beliefs that a structure of white privilege makes academic achievement for queers and persons of color impossible. And I quote her, Abolitionist teaching is about eradicating, not trying to reform, not trying to reimagine. We're done with gradual, incremental reform. End quote. Love asserts that her critical theory-infused ideology is the interpretive lens that government schools must use to shape how children view sex, gender roles, cross-sex impersonation, Islam, and homosexuality. Quote, if children of color are attending schools that do not help them interpret the racist, sexist, Islamophobic, patriarchal, homophobic, transphobic, and xenophobic world they are living in, then not only is the status quo maintained, but whiteness is never disrupted. Therefore, white supremacy stays on track, end quote. While the Abolitionist Teaching Network was founded just in 2020, Love's been at this work for much longer. 
Speaking at Penn State in 2015, Love said, quote, The world free of oppression is going to be led by queer folk, end quote. Even more troubling, in a 2013 interview, Love shared that she speaks in schools a lot and that she, as a lesbian, seeks to be a role model for young girls. According to her CV, Love's areas of expertise are, quote, hip-hop-based education, black girlhood, diversity and social justice, hip-hop feminism, and critical media literacy. She speaks on these topics as well as abolitionist teaching, racist, anti-racism, and queer youth. The Abolitionist Teaching Network is staffed by other unsuitable role models for children, including its communications and outreach manager, the non-binary, gender-fluid Omanira Mars, whose pronouns are they, them, and theirs. She is a black, southern, queer feminist student, educator, and writer who is passionate about political education, abolition, and building strategic counter-narratives through storytelling and radical imagination to disrupt systems of oppression. One of the, quote, resources for agitators, end quote, recommended by Love's Abolitionist Teaching Network is the Abolition Journal, which fills in the contours of the radical plans of new abolitionists, plans that include decolonization and abolition. Quote, decolonization is also a process of indigenous nations resurging and thriving based on indigenous ways of being, knowledges, languages, land-based and water-based cultural practices, and political, economic, and justice systems. Decolonization means the return of traditional territories to indigenous nations, renewed respect for the leadership of indigenous women and two-spirit, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, questioning, intersect, and asexual people. Decolonization needs to happen in society to dismantle settler colonialism and ensure that non-Indigenous people respect the sovereignty of Indigenous nations. We understand abolition as an undoing of borders, prisons, police, settler states, heteropatriarchy, capitalism, colonialism, and imperialism, and all other forms of authority that are tangled together to produce the era we live in, end quote. There you have it, the piece-by-piece destruction of America. Compare that dream to the dream of Martin Luther King Jr. One of the organizations Love heartily endorses is Asada's Daughters, A.D., named after the terrorist Asada Shakur, who is a member of the Black Panther Party and an accomplice in the murder of New Jersey State Trooper Werner Forrester in 1973, who left behind a young wife and three-year-old daughter. After being convicted, Shakur escaped from prison and eventually sought asylum in Cuba, where she has lived openly since 1984. Asada's Daughters is a Chicago-based abolitionist organization led by black women using a black queer feminist lens, was founded in 2015, and I quote from her story, their history. AD was founded, planned, and operated by black women, femmes, and gender non-conforming people to carry on the tradition of radical, liberatory activism encompassed by Asada Shakur, 
to train up others in the radical political tradition of black feminism and to learn how to organize on the ground around the demand for black liberation, particularly a demand for abolition. AD has now broadened its scope to provide lessons to young men and boys on toxic notions of masculinity and dismantling patriarchal systems of oppression, end quote. Asada's daughters provide a, quote, political education program, end quote, to children between the ages of 6 and 13 to, quote, deepen their political analysis of power and oppression, end quote. Through this program, they introduce children to, quote, Asada Shakur and her revolutionary politic and provide opportunities and support to help them tap into their skills as leaders and future organizers in the larger movement for black liberation, end quote. How many conservative organizations offer programs to help teens understand the specious arguments used by cultural regressives to normalize racism or disordered sexuality? Another organization Love admires is Critical Resistance, whose toolkit for abolishing policing provides a manual for the further devastation of crime-ridden communities. And here are just four quotes from that. Any and every act of policing is violent, from stops and interrogations to patrols, arrests, surveillance and searches, even acts of playing nice as good cop or cops playing with children and attending community events are strategies to overlook and legitimize the brutal harm policing causes. Here's another one. The term gang literally means a group. However, this word has been used to criminalize groups of people who pose a threat to the status quo of racial capitalism. Communities rely on groups or gangs in order to survive. Defunding police at its core must be a strategy toward abolishing policing. And finally, violence and racism are inherent to policing itself. Because it is not a broken system, policing can't be reformed to be made less violent. End quote. No mention of fatherless families or absence of faith in Jesus Christ as root causes of antisocial behavior by boys and young men. Public expressions of truth are vanishing as anarchists become the man. Many conservatives and even some traditional liberals have been gobsmacked by the tyrannical turn culture has taken. Riots, looting, arson, cancel culture, and men in women's sports and locker rooms are awakening Americans to the propaganda their children have been ingesting in government maleducation camps. The great unwashed, unwoke are prying open their sleep-encrusted eyes and seeing exactly what their decades of intellectual incuriosity and idolatrous worship of reputations, careers, and material stuff have facilitated in America. America's children have been indoctrinated with false leftist dogma on sexuality, race, American history, equity, and oppression for decades, and the fruits of conservative inattention and cowardice are everywhere. The questions are, do awakening Americans understand what it will take to preserve America? And do enough of them realize that the preservation or restoration of those principles upon which America was founded and that made America the freest, most prosperous nation in history 
will require courage and sacrifice, the kind of courage and sacrifice we admire in heroes but flee from in our own lives? I guess we'll soon find out.